Welcome to another episode of Exploring Art Podcast, a Florida International University student podcast for the creative curious. I'm your host, Arseny Akabekov, and I'm very pleased to have Fabiana Perez and Diego Mendoza. Welcome to Exploring Art Podcast. Today, we'll be talking about Mercy Cunningham's The Winter Branch, a very interesting and honestly creative piece made by Mercy Cunningham. What was your first impression and opinion on it, Fabiana? My first impressions before going on to the deep dive of uh, Mercy Cunningham's Winter Branch was that to represent of a an elegant performance of the Winter Wonderland from first looking at the thumbnail. Something slow with... Um, with elegant music encapsulating the beauty of snow. When I looked into it, however, my opinion completely changed as it showcased the more sporadic and enigmatic side of man, particularly man's psyche, especially when dealing with traumatic events such as the loss of a loved one, an accident, war, and so on and so forth. Mm. Very interesting. interesting. Very interesting. What about you, Diego? Well, yeah, I, I had a similar thought going into the the piece. You know, obviously the the um the title Winter Branch obviously brings about more holiday uh imagery. But once you really dive in, it's uh yeah more of a darker a uh, more chaotic kind of piece, even though in the chaos you can find sort of a, a methodical, you know, beauty in it. And I think it's a really beautiful piece. And, you know, the, there's multiple ways you can analyze it. Just, you know, as she said, as the human psyche and chaos, you could also, I think, uh, parallel that to real life. And maybe, uh, you know, consider the time that Mercy Cunningham was born in and the time around the time he developed this piece, you know, in the 60s. And, you know, maybe this could have to do with the chaos around, you know, certain movements like, you know, civil rights movements, you know, maybe previous experiences with, you know, World War II had, you know, ended only about 20 years ago. So I think uh, those maybe could have been influences to uh, Mercy Cunningham and to how he built this piece and how he meant to... Uh, you know, communicate this sense of, you know, uncertainty, but as well a sense, you know, of fluidity in his in his work. Hmm. Yeah, you bring up a very interesting point, both of you. He definitely had a very sporadic, all over the place, very interesting and non-traditional way of showing things, which brings me to one of my questions I have. Um, you guys said that it wasn't. It was all over the place. It was beautiful. However, it was really uncertain of the main point. Through analyzing the elements within the performance, what do you think led to these diverse interpretations? Like, why was there such an uncertainty about what he really meant with his piece? Fabiana, you you can go first. Why was there such uncertainty? I think it had to do with the choreography on Mercy Cunningham's part, since he directed the dancers to perform curves and falls 
especially when playing with the theme of mystery, especially when you look back at the video and you see the stark use of black and contrast in the grayscale, which in this case is most likely used to represent loss, mourning, seriousness, somberness. Not to mention that, again, I'm going back to the point of using curves and falls to emphasize the, the sporadicness of the entire piece. Mm -hmm. right. All right. All right. Yeah, you, that's a fair point. What about you, Diego? What did you think? Well, I think it's, it's really open to interpretation. Kind of the same point that uh, Fabiana brings up it's the way that dancers move you know it also it's it can you know begins with Cunningham with the flashlight along the floor it's you know there's fast motion slow motions there's a falls and it all kind of uh it's a bit of like a roller coaster of you know visual feeling and you know it can definitely be interpreted in many different ways and different issues of that time that he might have wanted to, uh, you know, highlight in in his performance. And yeah, I think you know the way he use uses not only you know the movements but also the values in the stage with the dark, the light. Uh, it really helps to, uh, you know, uh, amplify like that message of kind of yeah like fluidity but as well something uh, a little unstable let's say and it could you know it was at that time you know many multiple issues could have been seen in that in that piece in those dances maybe different people could have seen themselves in there and you know interpreted that through their own lens you know mm-hmm no, I definitely agree with both the points you guys are making. For me, it was the the fact that you couldn't see much. The fact that the movement was just so all over the place. It didn't match with the noise, with the music, with the light. You would see one person on one end and then you can't see them anymore. It's on the other end. There's another person on the floor like crawling around. So to me, I definitely can see why people had such a you know, difficult time understanding just what the author might have meant. But that's what I think makes it so, like, such a good piece because it just shows how people's, like, how you can give people so little and get so much more from the people. But anyhow, moving on to our next topic of discussion. Um, As you guys know, the concept of the whole choreography was very interesting, as we just talked about. So... How do you guys think Cunningham employs like his choreography and artistic techniques to convey this theme? Fabiana? In my case, going back to the range of uh, stark values and going back into the, into the color psychology of the use of black and gray and white, if you notice, black is a very mournful but also professional color and with the use of sporadic lighting where one figure is here and by the next scene it's gone it all comes in together to encapsulate this feeling of mystery that one second 
a person could be here and the next that person could be gone and with the use of lighting especially electrical light my theory in this is that this is supposed to be a sort of comment on police brutality once again playing with the theme of one life is here and by the next day that life is gone forever mm -hmm. that's very interesting wow. what about you diego well you know the way you know it's not only like she said definitely the black lights definitely it's like mournful it could definitely be uh uh you know representative of police brutality and i think also the way the dancers are also dressed they're also you know wearing dark clothes they have black on their cheeks you know it has the choreography it like you know obviously they fall they leap they drag along and you know black it you know it like drowns everything out but then the light takes your attention and then you go here you go there it kind of you know it could maybe think about the uncertainty of you know going out there in the streets and not knowing if you get stopped by, by a police, you know, it's the uncertainty of if you're going to be brutalized or not. And maybe that's the message he was trying to convey. Mm -hmm. You know, that like that uncertainty, that darkness is the fear of not knowing what might happen to you and the dragging and the ups and downs might be your how your emotions, it's meant to be a representations of your emotions at that moment. Mm. I mean, definitely, and I could definitely see how that was one of the main points. Um, I overlooked it a little differently. I did a deeper search into his ways, and I stumbled upon an article by uh, the Kennedy Center about uh, Mercy Cunningham, and there it shows just like just how deep Cunningham really was. Um, it said that the dance moves that he utilizes, the the bending sad words, the forward and backward movements, the holding balance, the rolling back and forth, it all shows the the different rhythms and like just how uncoordinated it is. It really like portrays that there's a disconnect there, that something is wrong. So I find that to be just so beautiful that he can utilize all of that to make like an, even a normal person or an, a person who knows a lot about art and performances and dance. Like it doesn't matter who it is. It makes them really think about the dance and everything about it. Right. But anyhow, moving on to our next topic of discussion. Um. So how would you think Cunningham's description of his intentions compares to the various interpretations that were offered by the audience? Fabiana, you can go first. Well, from my perspective, everything just seems to be carefully calculated with the use of colors, lights, especially with the overall encompassing theme of ambiguity particularly with the potentially dark themes that this could be died, uh, tied to. For the audience, uh, the audience mostly connected it to bombings, police brutality, shootings of the sort. I think in this case, 
Cunningham's interpretation was for this exact reason, to give a sort of commentary on the magnitude of these events via through the use of perform or of the performative arts. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, I definitely agree. And I, I would like to state that um, I did watch the video um, by Festival Dotomne. It's on YouTube. It's about, it's the, the name of it is Winter Branch, the Mercy Cunningham. It's a very interesting video. And there, it's uh, one of the actors that actually played. He says that Cunningham said that this piece should be like night. Not romantic night. This should be like night, modern night. So I find it to be very interesting. Since this is like one of the only pieces of information we were given about Cunningham's actual interpretation of his like the the thought behind this piece. Since not a lot of info, like he did clearly did not give a lot of interviews or didn't answer a lot of questions about his piece because I think he really wanted it to be open. But what about you, Diego? What do you think? Yeah, I, I really agree with that. Uh, I think Cunningham on purpose uh, left it open to interpretation as a lot of great artists do, uh, you know, because he didn't give a lot of uh, further context or any really statements about uh, specifying what exactly the piece meant. So I think he kept that in mind while using the different falls and, you know, uh, the, the the lighting everything I think he purposefully made that very uh ambiguous and able so that you know any audience member could really connect with the piece because they could interpret it in a way that would uh you know really apply to them personally and I think that was definitely a purposeful uh uh you know action by Cunningham when he was composing the piece when he was, you know, deciding where the light or where the dancers are going to go up and down. I, I think he definitely made that on purpose because he really wanted a, a, a piece that maybe would transcend audiences and, you know, could make a statement of, about many multiple things at the same time. I mean, yeah, no, without, without a doubt. And well, what do you think, like, Diego, what did you think the the like the interpretation of the audience was like if you were watching it for the when you were watching it for the first time when you were like didn't know anything about it like would you say you thought you felt the same about it now than when you did after doing all this research uh i think i could still you know considering there's not much from cunningham himself i think my interpretation is the same as when i first watched the piece I definitely think it was, you know, probably about ongoing war, you know, the uncertainty of that period of time in life. I think, you know, around the 60s, you had, you know, the rise of things such as the Cold War, you know, maybe yeah. the Vietnam War. And maybe it could have been a statement on those things, uh, or at least that's how I saw it, you know, that, you know, the lights and the dragon could maybe the lights could represent, you know, maybe bombings and the dragon could represent people trying to escape this war-torn life or, you know, maybe something of that matter and how, you know, war really feels like darkness. It sucks everything in. You It's kind of like a fear of an, a, an uncertainty. You don't really know what's going on. 
And that's how I interpret it at the beginning. And I think I've uh, maintained that interpretation as I've researched about the time period and the dances and what Cunningham himself has said or what other uh, sources have said about their interpretations of the piece. I think that's still how I would interpret it myself. Of course. Um, all right. Anyhow, um, I would also like to view your attention on this question, which I found to be very interesting while searching. Um, it was about how the piece was perf performed in many different countries. You know, it wasn't just in America. It wasn't just performed in America. It was a big piece. It was all over the world, basically. So how would you guys think the, you know, these performance in different countries and the diff like the really different audience that he had, how do you think that might have, you know, differed how people think about his piece? Because clearly, you know, people here in America and people, for example, in France would not think of the piece the same way. So how do you think like the different countries would really react to it? Um, Fabiana, if you want to go first. In my case, this is where the beauty of Mercy Cunningham's ambiguity plays in with all of these potentially dark themes, talking about potential race riots, concentration camps, and all of these dark subjects such as bombings, police brutality. Those are very universal themes. While we in America might think that this piece might represent war, others might think that this represents a dark period of their life, such as a terrible night that they have or, or war. It, it's it it fits so perfectly like a puzzle with all of these universal themes like the colors, the lighting, because that's what makes it beautiful in this sense. It's so open to interpretation that it leaves people shocked and stunned. And that's why it hits such a strong chord within the collective unconsciousness of the people, regardless of the country. Mm -hmm. because yeah. all of these create a cohesive yet beautiful and mysterious but ultimately dark um reflection of our re reality that's how i see it i mean yeah of course what about what about you diego well yeah i think i agree with you know fabiana that it it definitely can be all-encompassing and yeah it can be seen in many different ways and it really speaks to universal human experiences and you know maybe in America especially in the 60s it could you know be interpreted as you know about the um, you know civil rights movement race riots police brutality that was definitely a you know a big big you know ongoing event during that decade um, you know, in Europe, maybe, you know, it could have been seen definitely about war as, you know, very recently, just less than 20 years before uh, World War Two was, you know, ongoing and rampaging destruction around the continent. You know, maybe uh, in Asia, let's say, you know, Korea, Vietnam, uh, it could be interpreted also as, you know, the, the, the wars that they fought with America, the bombings over there you know, maybe growing, uh, 
you know, tensions around these different political ideologies uh, at the time. Or, you know, maybe just an individual person, as uh, Fabiana said, can just interpret it as their own, you know, just a personal struggle that they went through, just a tough time in their life where they felt a lot of darkness and uncertainty. So, yeah, it's definitely varies between, you know, region to region. And uh, that's definitely part of the beauty of the of the performance. I mean, of course, like, it's hard to disagree with that fact that, you know, it really shows that I feel like the open-endedness and the uncertainty really, like, allows the piece to shine because, like, like you guys have both said, like, here in America, it might be the race riots, it might be the World War II or the ongoing Cold War. It, it's just so much that could be done in America. And then further on, like... If you can look at like Latin America or you look over in Europe, there can be completely different statements made about the piece. Like people's minds were just on such like on such differentiating topics and different like problems that people were facing that it's really like I feel like that's what makes the piece like that much more exciting. But yeah, I think overall the piece was wonderful. I mean it's hard to disagree with them that like, you know, it's hard to say anything negative about such a classical piece. So yeah. overall, I think, I think the piece was just like so genius and that's why it was so famous, not only here in America, but also around the world. I completely agree. Yeah. I definitely think that, you know, Cunningham is definitely a pioneer in, you know, uh, dance performance and i think yeah it is important that you know we look back and remember and you know learn from what he did i think it can definitely keep moving art forward and inspiring more artists to come yeah yeah i mean just a just a fun question you know for you guys to think about and just to really show us that how open-ended is great like what what do you think like if you were to change one thing about the play what would you change Diego man um I don't know I was thinking you know maybe regionally you could do different outfits maybe different you know the lighting would have different timing maybe certain things like that or the falls would have a different you know, uh, entry point or exit point. But I think that would maybe take away a little from like the point of the of the performance, you know, considering we just got into how the ambiguity of it was very purposeful and maybe changing it based on where it, it's being, uh, you know, where it's being performed could, you know, maybe take away from that. But I think it could also be interesting to think about maybe uh, regional variations on how the dance is performed I mean for sure I mean I would love to see the different outfits that people could come up with to like really portray maybe their their country or their region what about you Fabiana if you could change one thing about the play that you would think just make it would make it like that much more better what would you do it's difficult to say because everything we talked about it's what makes it unique. And I feel like um, if I was in Mercy Cunningham's shoes, telling the, the 
dancers to slow their movements or wear different outfits would just suck the color out of the out of the entire piece because it's like the piece of a puzzle as i just stated before if you take one piece the rest of it just pretty much falls apart it makes for this more chaotic mess than it needs to be and i just would not change a thing about it everything works so, works together so nicely i feel like even with the uh, regional variations it wouldn't carry along the same message it wouldn't carry along that same message of ambigu ambiguity Mm -hmm. So I would just leave it as is. It's mm -hmm. perfect as is. Yeah, I mean, I think you, I think you make a very good point. I definitely thought about it, that, thought about that as well. You know, definitely, I think changing certain things could take away from what the piece is trying to achieve. I, I agree with that. Mm -hmm. I mean, of course. Anyhow, guys, I want to thank you for joining us so much today thank you fabiana thank you diego i really appreciate it this concludes exploring art podcast subscribe to exploring art podcast on itunes spotify and soundcloud or whatever you get your podcasts thank you for listening please join us soon and remember stay curious